everybody. Welcome aboard. Round 15 is what we're looking ahead to for Get Him On Side. Meatloaf, the wonderful Meatloaf, said two out of three ain't bad. Let's hope he's right because we've only got two out of three here today. Uh, Sean Ormerod. At some point, Sean, we're going to have to let Meatloaf's performance... Just let it go. I think so. I think it become it's become hackneyed now to yeah. bring it up. It's been 10 years. Has it been? Yeah. Fair income. Yeah, they, they don't mind bringing it up, do they, the, the Kazali? Well, just any any time anyone is bad, oh, it's, and I'm being guilty as this, any, mm. you know, oh, well, it's Meatloaf at the grand final revisited. Do you know Robert Walls tells a story, the old coach, who member of the media for many years. Now, I think there might be some mustard put on mm. this, that he, he bumped into Meatloaf backstage at the G and Meatloaf complained to him, Robert Walls, stranger, a stranger, <laughs> that he wasn't feeling up to it. And Robert Walls said, come on, you've got to get oh, out g- there and you've got to entertain the He pu- gave him the river. Pay- he claims he gave him a river. Yeah, there's, ma- there's, there's mustard, there's mayonnaise, there's all sorts That's, of... That is special sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lathered all over that. Yeah. Now, for those on uh, KO, hello to you once again. Um, and, and Sean is... Uh, modelling the beautiful Mark Hughes Foundation mm. uh, beanie for 2021. They always come up with good designs, the Mark Hughes Foundation people. They do, although it's I'm not probably looking my best in this. I said before I look like something out of Crime Stoppers with the beanie and beard. But anyway, no, it's all for a good cause, so I'll, I'll, I won't look my best for this one show. That's okay. So the male one has the... Po- is this the male one? This is the male one. Right. And then the female one, which is probably a better design, if I'm being honest. All white, big pom-pom, but, the, but they look good. The female one's always the better design. Mm. And I've got to say, uh, if the, I don't know if this makes me androgynous or whatever, mate. I never minded a pom pom on a beanie. <laughs> I've, nev- I've never, no, search- pom- no, pom-poms I've never searched. No, pom poms are play on. I've never searched for one. Yeah. But if I've discovered one I, and there's one there, it's not a it's not a game breaker. Mm. By the way, Joel claims he's coaching his nine year old son playing. I assume touch. Uh, I've, tag. I, yeah, I'm not sure. It's Tuesday morning. I well. I know Nash is a young little... It's Wednesday, for one. Oh, it's Wednesday. (laughs) It's Wednesday. Because I'm about to reference a newspaper from Tuesday, so I'm a little bit confused. You've been to bed? Hey. You've been to bed? Just. Um, Who's playing Wednesday morning for... What tournament's going on for nine-year-olds on a Wednesday morning? Big game. It's some sort of rep tryout, I believe. In Tamworth? Yeah. Wouldn't that be chilly at 10 in the morning? Mm. And Joel's coaching and claiming that... um, He's uh, he's a laissez-faire sit-back coach. <laughs> do we believe him? No, we certainly laissez-faire. No. Hey, I've got to congratulate you, Sean Ormerod. You absolutely nailed State of Origin with your thirteen-plus New South Wales bet. That was never in doubt from the first set of the game. Yeah, didn't I? I didn't think. Um, well, I was I was relatively confident they'd do it easy, mm. not fifty to six easy. I did not see. That coming at all? Um, well, your big bet, one of them was thirteen plus in the under. And the under. You must have felt confident about that at some point. That at some point, the scoring is going to stop. Well, after twenty-five or thirty minutes, it was definitely going under the forty-two and a half that had been on the board, and yep. then they just went whooshka and put that to bed. Um, but we got the thirteen plus home, so it was a, it was a good day. Who was your man night. of the match? Who did you? I had. I who did I back? Yes, Cleary. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so no qualms. I heard an argument. It might have been Joey made the argument that Latrell Mitchell should have been man of the match. I mean, could have been man of the match, I think. I don't want to overstate his comment. I think he gave Latrell three in his assessment. Oh, I can, I can, it, there would have been an inquiry if Tom Trebojevic did, yeah. did not get the, the we, big award. We've seen some howlers 
in our time. Yes, so it wouldn't have it wouldn't have shocked me. And Latrell, let's be let's be very clear, he was bloody good as well. Fantastic. Um, and in any other game, similar to there will be man of the match performances that won't be as good as what yeah. Latrell produced well, last week. It was similar to uh, Tedesco maybe in game two last year, and I'm I was speaking out of my yes. uh, back pocket. But he he had a he had an absolute blinder. But it was only for the fact that Cleary had the game of his life in that game. Similar circumstances, he probably couldn't have, yeah, he couldn't have booed too much if Teddy got that one, or if Latrell got it the other night. But Turbo, he was he was just a freak of a game. Now, have you been sucked in by the charms of Gallon versus Zuni? No, I haven't been really sucked in. But the charms, see, I well, Gallon's Gallon's talk has been, I think. Pristine. Yeah. The, did like, he go? Did he go too far with no, the? I'm going to break. I'm going to break your arm stuff. You're a. I I thought it was actually. I thought the better stuff. Called him a coward. Yeah. <laughs> he he worked out a, an event that he ducked a couple of years ago. Um, I, I just loved. Hooney uh, had a fight about a month ago. I think at the same venue in Sydney, but no crowd, because uh, no crowd allowed. And Hooney didn't do the post the pre-game interview, and Gal turned that into something. Oh yeah. well, he doesn't like the spotlight. I just like Gal's. You'll be ringside since no, 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 no. I'll no, be watching at home tonight. Okay, no, no. Didn't you know? You, sometimes you feel it. There was a road trip last time at Wollongong. Yeah, okay. Where's this one? It's in Sydney, in the city, at the um, at the theatre there, the ICC. I think oh, okay. that's where it is. No, no, I'll be on mainevent.com.au. I'll be paying my 60 bucks <laughs> uh, and hoping that... Um, Please, if, you're, if you have to pay for that, you're kidding. No, do you know? Huh? I have to. I have to pay for my Foxtel. You don't. I do. Now, then, uh, now, now, Sean, there may be some uh, part of my deal where I get uh, that partially reimbursed. <laughs> But I have to. Don't think we're partially. All, what? What? Well, they got about. They got about a hundred thousand employees. Fox I think hundred percent reimbursement isn't partial. So, uh, I found <laughs> the um, uh, players' poll in the Herald uh, actually quite interesting. Did you see some of this, Sean? Uh, I've. I, I did see some chat about it, but I couldn't work out how are all those percentages adding up to more than 100% when they were ranking players. I couldn't work that part. What do you mean? So they well, I saw some ranking and there was... Was it by position? Is that how they did it? Well, my, well, the questions I got in front here, so this is in Tuesday's paper, hence me saying it's a Tuesday thing, is just percentage-based. And I thought some of these answers were really interesting. Um, what do you think of the speed of the game? 64% of players say it's just right. Now, hang on, aren't we led to believe that the players think the game is too fast and that's mm. why we're getting concussions and there's too much fatigue? And and he, here's another one. Do you believe the NRL six again rule is a positive addition to the sport? 65% said yes. Really? Yeah. How many all players polled here? No, I think they've just plucked out... Hang on, I think they've just plucked out 100 here because 100 have to say yes to answer them. It is under the um, condition of anonymity. So I think there is a fair degree of credibility to the poll um, but I think that's fairly telling the mm. players believe going by this that two thirds of players are comfortable with where the game is right now yeah I didn't think it'd be that given all we've heard the last couple of weeks with, with Cherry and Vlandy's going toe to toe a few weeks back um, that's surprising what else you got circled there uh, do you believe the NRL should change state of origin eligibility rules to allow more players to take part more players from other nations do you believe they should 71% said no. Now, I would have thought, given the game is about 40% Polynesian, mm. I would have thought that 
that would have been a, a bigger number of yeses. Yeah, but that's that, all the boys here just want their origin pay packet. Yeah. No, what I'm saying, yeah, that they're the ones currently playing. They don't mm. want to lose their spot, but I would have thought there'd be a greater percentage saying, I want to be part of it. This is the biggest show we've got. Yeah, true. Ratings are good, by the way, for Origin. I was pleasantly surprised. Were they? Well, because Queensland people turn off, right? They are fiercely loyal until they know their team is mm. going to lose. So they switch off in droves. So which when they do they did. actually... Where's the line in the sand where they... Is it half time of the game that they actually count all the people? Or is it just eyeballs that have watched it at some no, point throughout the game? No, no, uh, there's different. There's, there's, there's reach, but the standard is average. Okay. So that's through to full time. Right. Right. So that means that the ratings go down mm. if the game is a blowout. Mm-hmm. 1.9 million in the metros watched it. Um, I don't know what it was with regional. It would have got close to three. Um, but the, the, the metro is the one they measure on because you compare it to all the other years. And that was only slightly down on two years ago um, when we were at normal in 2019. So that's Sunday's, a good sign. Sunday's a big test. Well, it's the it, last ever Sunday. And what's it been the last couple of years? It's been awful ratings-wise. Oh, yeah, Sunday? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It'll go down on, on the Sunday, but then they'll compare it to the Sunday from two years ago. Mm. But I thought that was a good sign. Mm. But And that, that's testament, though. You've got to have a full house for Origin. Um, uh, the Townsville factor, I think, played a, a, yeah. a big part. If you played that at a half-full MCG, it just doesn't look good on mm-hmm. TV, especially the round ground where you're not seeing... Cre- it, it, it shouldn't make a difference, the mm. visual of the crowd, but it does make a difference. Here's one. Should the national anthem be performed before origin? Only 60% said yes. Now, that that was a uh, big issue last year, was it? Yeah, well, no, two years ago, Latrell and Cody Walker. That's right. Two years ago, yeah. See, 40% don't want the anthem played before origin. Well, it, it's not a... It, it's a state v. state game, so I... I get that. Why do we have to have the? the but I the don't think they're answering on on uh, the lines of. Um, uh, I think I'm trying to work out. They're saying it's a divisive issue. Yeah. Why? Why play mm. it? Whereas you're saying, I'm saying, well, it's why not waste a, two uh, minutes? Well, I'm saying it's it's not a it's Australia aren't playing. So, but it is Australia. It's I know what you're saying. But it, they are Australian players versus Australian players. See, I always find it weird they play the mm. national anthem before the grand final when you've got Kiwi players and you've got other uh, mm. Polynesian nations and you've got English players. I always find that a little bit weird. How often are you the subject of abuse on social media? 33% say weekly. 30% say monthly. Again, I get back to it. Why are they on there? Like, no, why, see, I'd, why I'd, would you subject yourself to that? There are other ways to meet girls, okay? If that's <laughs> okay, well, don't worry about your brand. Your brand is what you do on the football field. But that means sixty-three percent of players are abused at some point, either monthly or weekly. Now you can't stop the abuse. So why subject yourself to it? No, well, you, you can stop the abuse by people not being dickheads. Like that, yeah, that, 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 we should be aiming for that and not, all right, players, just get off social media. That's not that. I don't, I don't buy I it. I live in a real world, Sean. <laughs> Honestly. Because, uh, I'll say it again, while Twitter and Facebook and Instagram allow random people or people to come up yeah, with random are, profiles, then the abuse will continue. And they are. They're cesspits of, of the shocking places. You but, cop it, don't you, when you have a bad tip? Yeah, someone called me fat once as well. It wasn't very nice, um, albeit true. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, I don't. I don't buy into that's a, that is shocking though. That what two thirds are, are attacked monthly. Yeah, well, actually, it's sixty five percent because two percent say they're abused daily. Really, Re- daily. Fuck. So you know that's uh, what a world we live in. Uh, mm. Anyway, uh, interesting questions. Um, if you had a three-hour talkback show every day, my God, that gave you some much-needed fodder. Um, <laughs> I think it's time to do this. It's time for Ben. Now, have you found one? Have you? You've gone to the files. I'm very nervous about this one. No, here we go. I love when he builds these up. So, have you watched any of the Australian Swimming Championships? No. Why haven't you watched any of the Australian Swimming Championships? I didn't even you, know. You're not in trouble. I didn't even know it was on. Yeah. You know, the reason you don't know what they're on is because they're on Amazon Prime. Okay? So, gone are the days, 20 years ago, when Channel 9 Primetime had mm. the trials. Remember? This? But the, look, in fairness, it was the golden age. It was Perkins. It was O'Neill. It was Thorpe. It was Hackett. Mm. Um, it was Sam Riley. It was, they were stars. They were genuine. They were what our reality stars are now in some weird sense, right? So, it would get over a million viewers a night, and they would package it up. This is about where I get to, get to my beef. Right, and they would have in 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 one hour. It, I think it was seven o'clock to eight o'clock, or seven thirty to eight thirty. You would get race after race mm. after race after race. Uh, right, the the sort of schedule that prime time free to air television demands. Well, I go to Amazon. I actually have Amazon Prime. You know, I'm one of those people that have it. I don't even know I have it. I must have got something years ago. It must have been a documentary and I've been paying five bucks a month or six bucks a month ever since. So I switch on because I'm thinking, I wonder, geez, an Amazon Prime production. Anyway, it's, it's quite a good production. Nicole Stevenson's in commentary. John Harker. Nappy Sand... Do you even know who John Harker is? Nappy Mr. Sand Nappy John, Sand, yeah. 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 He's there. <laughs> he doing does it? a very nice job. He's a bit older, but he does a very nice job. Uh, Gian Rooney's poolside. So it's a very familiar broadcast. <laughs> Nappy oh. Sand John? Yeah. Mate, he, <laughs> mate, he was a rugby league caller for many years. He hosted was Sports he? World. So this is the yeah, problem with the youth. You don't know who these people are. <laughs> um I know. I bet he made more money out of Nappy Sand. I think he more went into his home on Nappy Sand yeah. than Channel Seven Sports World and old Two GB money. Anyway, does a very nice job, Harks. Um, but I turn on. Kaylee McKeon has just broken the world record. Right, this is a big deal. But I've switched on clearly five seconds too late because now, Sean, I've got to watch a B final. Okay. <laughs> I've got to watch a B final. <laughs> then I've got to watch an interview with someone from the B final. Mm. And then, and this is the part I'm I'm being very careful. Then you've got the S7s and the S14s. Ooh. Here's my point. This event went forever, the, this, this, this night. Mm. What I'm saying is... The only races that matter, really, and I'm, I'm comfortable with all those other others being on a platform, but you can't expect your audience. You're building your audience on Olympic trials, but the right one quarter of the event is actually for Olympic trials. Mm. So I, I, that is my Bambi. So please don't take it as I'm 
going people with disabilities or B final people. I'm just saying if you're going to do a television production, if you wonder why it went from a million people a night to on a platform that no one knows it's even, it doesn't matter how many digital billboards you have, people don't know what's on and I bet the numbers are scarily low. Uh, that's why, because you've gone away from making it a television production and you're just putting out all this content so you can say, hey, we've got everything. Yeah. But people don't want everything. They want they want a television show. Whack. I, th- I think I uh, I think I think straddled that line nicely, Sean. <laughs> I got another you did one. walk the line very, very nicely. I got another one. Cash. So there's a controversy in Melbourne, right? These two St Kilda players... Um, pulled out of a trip to Cairns. You're aware of this mm, story? So, I know where you're going, and I love, I love where you're going with this. So uh, I don't know the circumstances, but one just had a baby, might be five, six weeks old, and uh, the other one, his partner, might have been pregnant. I don't know. Anyway, so they pulled out of this trip, and Caroline Wilson, the Channel 9 uh, and former A, or I think she still is with the Age journalist, a columnist, columnist, remember, her job is opinion. She's a journalist, but her job is opinion, comes out and questions her. Well, what's going on? They're professional footballers. Then she get, is the one that gets whacked. And hey. that's my Bambi. You can't even question. It's a fair question. Why is a player uh, requesting, and there may be a health issue. There may be a health issue. There may be other... Uh, uh, there's probably an explanation. Mm. But it is not unfair to ask the question, why has this player been given the week off uh, and, and not uh, and, and been given permission not to go and hub the other player as well? And you know what? It's probably an explanation that would take five seconds and explain everything, and that's all it re- would require. But why, as soon as you question that we're in this new age where you can't even query something like this, mm. and that's my Bambi. Yeah, okay. Well, I, didn't, I didn't think we were going to go down that line, but surely put in a phone call and just ask what the real issue is before you you know, announce it on national TV or, or whoever she did it. You know, Fair. It's just a very dangerous... Um, you notice St Kilda didn't come out straight away and defend it mm. and defend their player, so I think that's where she got it from. I don't think the journalists came out and just uh, invented this beef. I think someone at yeah. St Kilda has got to her and said we're a bit pissed off about this. And these... Uh, t- uh, oh, you're a conspiracy. Uh, a little bit of conspiracy. But anyway, mm. it's just it's just my old man rant for the day. Now, have <laughs> I covered for you here? Because uh, that's two yeah, nah. Bambies for me. No, nah, i got nothing. All right, that's it. Let's take an ad. Because after this, we start to talk about the next round of footy. Oh, and we got fresh ads. Enjoy. Don't miss Sportsbet's new Bet With Mates. Start your group, bet together and share in the moment. Bet With Mates, new from Sportsbet. Again, very good ads. Well Finally, done. Your, your campaign to sack Fabian Froffies has, has come oh, just, to fruition. It was enough. Huh? We'd been at 14 weeks in a row. <laughs> By the way, I was offended I wasn't asked to be part of the Origin 3021 <laughs> campaign. Although, on reflection... Uh, <laughs> Every rugby league personality. Vossi was there, Andy Raymond, uh, Sam Thiday. But uh, 
Anyway, let's get to round number 15. So we, we, we've got a normal round, Sean, mercifully. We so mm. we don't have to start projecting who's going to be in, who's going to be out. Yep. That killed us last week. That Penrith game, I assume they'd get one player from Origin would play against Cronulla. I thought it might be Jerome Luai. Well, silly me. Mm. What an idiot. So I took Penrith, and then, of course, once all the Panthers players are out, it was basically a 50-50 game. Yeah, and somehow they almost won. But almost. Sugar, too smart. He was very bullish about none of them backing up, wasn't he, when yes. we recorded that early last yes. week. So he got that one right. Um, there was only upside in in tipping the Sharks. And also upside in waiting. That's the risk we mm. run doing this on a Wednesday. But, you know, hey... We're here to entertain. Brisbane versus South is our first game. God, God, we've had some garbage Thursday night <laughs> games. Here's another one. Uh, the Broncos, $5.50. Uh, South, $1.15. Now that I've said that, watch Brisbane make a real uh, contest of this. I noticed something as we look at the lines of 17.5, which looks very thin to me. Um, so I was in Canberra, right, for the Broncos game. Carmichael Hunt warmed up in his tracksuit top. And I thought, they've got no chance of winning this game. They've got no chance of winning this game. <laughs> he did not want to be there. I no. think if he wanted to come back to first grade, it wasn't Canberra That's Stadium. That's not the night. On That's a Saturday night. night. He did just his pre-game interview, which must have been halftime in the other game, in the middle game, he was not a bloke who was happy to be there. And I thought it showed, but... Um, uh, Broncos South. Broncos have now conceded 130 in their last three. So sadly, Sean, for them, they're back to their old ways after yeah. that terrific win over the Roosters. Um, South Sydney, uh, their last uh, two games have been comfortable enough wins. They st- it still doesn't feel like they're flying. They beat Parramatta a couple of weeks ago in thumping form, but 17.5 to me... It seems like you're setting a trap because this, to me, should be 21, 23 mm. and a half. It's funny. that The Broncos have been okay for halves of footy at Suncorp, but then they seem to fall away. South last week, how they didn't cover oh. against Newcastle is one of the... That, oh. you know, we'll get bad beats back on the table. That was just deplorable. I think they had a maybe a five on five on three. One bloke had his back to the play. They were just they, they were going to score. All they tried to do was play the ball, and they're, and they're over. Mate, and when they scored was... after two minutes, yeah. you just thought, oh, here we go. Mm. And it was Johnston on the left side. You thought, oh, here we go. It's going to be the first of six tries down that side. Yeah, and they get their chance to do the exact same again because I think the, the Broncos' uh, right is only uh, better than Newcastle, which was the the, the set play. They were, they were going down that left side yep. um, all night long, and they're going to do the exact same again. It's not. It, it's certainly not big enough, this line, for me. As I said, they might be in this game for you know some portion of the first half, but South have got way too many points in them. Um, Alex Johnson is $1.30 to score. And I don't know how Can you that, take that? No, I couldn't back it. I don't know. It obviously wins, but it, get him in your same game, Maltese. But yes. Gagai and, and Latrell and anyone down that left edge, just, just stack it in. Yeah, I would, again, make that my best bet, but I'm sick of doing that every single week. It's a bit boring. But Alex Johnston for a double, and this will come up later in my best bets, $2.30, I think it is. Yep. I'll have that with someone else a little bit later. He was two forty last week, I think, and that, that saluted. Did he get a hat-trick last week? Did yes, he, he did. No, I can't remember. Mm. Did he? He, he got a he, no. He got a hat trick against Parramatta, didn't he? Let me look here, my trusty notes. So, um, Brisbane South they did meet in round five this year, and South Sydney won thirty five to six. Do you remember a single thing about that game? He did score a hat trick last week, he and did, yeah. 
back-to-back hat tricks. Here's a quiz question. Who was the last to score uh, three hat tricks in a row? I only know this because uh, I had to look this up for how another reason. How instance. long ago? In the last 20 years. Oh. Matt Utah. Really? Yeah. There you go. I think that is a trivia question. Three, two thousand four. All right. South for me. South for Joel. South for Sean. Yes. All right. Let's get to Friday night football. This surely is the trickiest game of the round. North Queensland at home against Cronulla. Uh, the Sharks are in the best form they've been in all year, but they are the outsiders. Dollar seventy one. Two dollars fifteen head to head. So Cowboys favourites at a dollar seventy one. The start. Mm, two point five in favour of the Sharks. The over-under, and I know you would have looked at this, Sean, 52 and a half. That's, well, a, that's a big that, – that, I, I, I expect points. They just keep on covering, though. It's so many. I mean, that is on average 26 each. So someone's got to get to 30, and the other team's got to go with them. 48-10 in their last game, this one. Yeah. That was at Cogger, what, around three or four, maybe. Um Oh, this is tricky. Probably not the hardest game in the round. We'll get to that a little bit later because there's a shocker coming up. Um, the Cowboys, they were so disappointing yeah. last week. They, that, that's as disappointed as I've been in a performance, you know, potentially for the, the whole year. They faced Manly without Turbo and did not turn up at all. And what this game does have is huge top eight yeah. um, implications. And if you look at the Sharkies' run home, it's very, very favourable. It is as soft mm. as microwaved butter. So if they can if they can win this, they'll jump the Cowboys, I believe. They'll go into seventh spot. Then they've got the Broncos twice, a lot of games at home. Um, they'll be well in it. Not top four, but they'll, they'll make the eight. Um, can you think- look? Can you look? Sorry, mm. can you look up while I do when I do my spiel? Mm. Sharks to make the eight. I meant to look at that. Yeah, I did look at that the other day I think because it was, was three dollars twenty. Yeah, that this is the week to get on. Mm. This is the week to get on because it is, their, their team is actually looking pretty settled. Talakai comes in for Wade Graham. Who? Yes, Wade Graham. Three is bucks. A- top eight. Now I'm up at the time, so I think you can pick two teams to fill. There's three spots up for grabs. Well, two spots up for grabs, really. Let's assume Manly will make it. They'll cruise in. So who's going to finish seventh and eighth? You can multi them up, can't you? Can, yeah. Yeah. So if we get Cronulla in there, all we've got to do is find the other team, and you can get a nice little – well, it depends on the team, but you might get six, seven, eight dollars mm. as Raiders, a multi there. Raiders look real short. They're $2.50. They've got a tough front home. They've been going no good anyway. Um, the but they're tra- the best quality team. They are. But there's something, there's something they're else. They're the only team that could really knock off a big gun mm. once or twice on the way through. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, I tracked. Cowboys. <clears throat> name me one win they've had where you've been really impressed and it, you can't do it because they beat the Warriors. They beat Newcastle. These are all middle-of-the-road teams. Brisbane. Canberra at Canberra's sort of peak of mm. collapses. Canterbury. And the West's Tigers at Leichhardt. They beat Gold Coast along the way, or did Gold Coast go there? Gold Coast went up there and won 44 to 8. That's right. So they're picking off wins against bad teams, but they drop the occasional Cronulla, Gold Coast, uh, Roosters. Mm. uh, Well, no, Roosters are better than that. Warriors. Um, I'm going to take Cronulla with the start here, Sean. I, I, I like the form they are displaying. Joel is also on Cronulla. What is your tip? Yep, I'll be tipping them at the line, but I'll also back them head to head and have something on thirteen plus as well. Oh. In a high scoring game, these things can get out of control. Okay, match of the round, Friday night football. Now we this, hope. We hope. 
I I've think been let down a few times with. At least we go in thinking thought. it's going to be a good game. Yeah. How many time, How many Friday nights have we gone in thinking, God, that, that, this is Friday night football? Mm. Penrith Roosters, Blue Bet Stadium. Uh, sorry, I, I said a I, I said That's a bad it. word on That's the fine. Sports Bed podcast. Dollar twenty five. Dollar twenty five. Four dollars. The Roosters. When was the last time the Roosters were four dollars against anyone? And the mm. line. The, God, this jumped out at me. This line eleven and a half. Doesn't look right, does it? They're so, yeah. <laughs> the, the, you almost have to take the Roosters on principle. Uh, I got to say, Sean, it's a pretty strong looking Roosters side. Now, this is a team that should have lost to the Gold Coast, but they found a way to win. Uh, Sam Verrills is back at 14. Oh, they, were, they were thumping the Titans before that. Yeah, but they trailed 34-30 with two minutes left. They shouldn't have won. Yeah, I know. But yeah, yeah, fair enough. But they did have Marsky go to the bin. They considered 18 mm. points. All right, I'll, I'll take that back. I, I still don't, don't think they should have won, but good for them. They, they, they found a way to win. Um, it's not as if Penrith have been blowing the Roosters away in recent meetings. The finals last year it was an absolute classic. Penrith led Roosters 28-10, if you remember, and Model led them 18-0 as well. But anyway, it was 28-10, and then the Roosters came storming back. Um, so it's just so hard, Sean, to see the Roosters with James Tedesco, mm-hmm. with Waria Hargreaves, with Crichton in the team. Um, Takiyaho. Takiyaho back. Uh, the Verrill's inclusion, if he plays, is enormous because this is the one area where they've lacked yeah. creativity. Mm-hmm. Marshke has done a very nice job. Kieran does a very nice job. He's in the number nine role. But that's something else. I worry about Sam Walker's shoulder. I really worry about it. He was busted last week. Where are you going here? Penrith obviously lost their last two. Let's. Not, well, I don't think we should even count them in terms of form assessment. Um, they are winning by much more than an average of 12 points a game at home. They've won 15 in a row at that stadium. Is that right? Mm. <clears throat> mm. Well, it doesn't shock me given the run they've been on the last two years. I, I, I can't not back the Roosters here at that price. You're never going to get $4 about them um, uh, against anyone, really. And I know, granted, all the, all these Origin players are back for Penrith, but there is a big omission in one kick-out. So mm. they're, they're not full strength. I just look at this team, and you're right, the the doubt is has probably always been over the over the halves combo, and I've it's certainly um, bit me a couple of times because I, I wasn't sure about how Sam Walker would go at such a young age. Yeah. I think long-term, obviously, he's going to be a gun, um, but I had my doubts, and that's probably... Um, bit me on the ass a couple of times a year because he's been very good, but at that big start, and I'll I'll, I'll back them head to head as well. The Roosters four dollars. Wow, I'm going the other way. I'll tell you why. I think Penrith come back with a vengeance, but also the Roosters have been touched up a couple of times. They've been beaten by more than twelve and a half, or at least should have been. Melbourne totally outplayed twenty to four. Parramatta. Now there were circumstances with Sinbins and Tedesco was KO'd. They lose 31-18. Early in the season, South absolutely blow them off the park in the first half. They came back, made it 26-16, so they, they would have covered the line if that if the line was 11.5. But my point, Sean, is that um, they've been exposed a couple of times this year. Yeah. No, and, I, and I get the sense that they might struggle here. I think Penrith, big, it'll be a full house again. 
it might this might be a sixty minute contest, but then Penrith might get into a bit of celebration mode and, and ended up winning, you know, a game that which was nip and tuck all the way by sixteen. Yeah. So give me the uh the Penrith side. Joel is with you. He's gone for the Roosters. That was obvious. We go to Newcastle Warriors. Um are you saying this is the toughest game to pick? No. Okay. Next one. $1.60, $2.35. So the money's coming for the Warriors the last couple of days because nights are a bit shorter than that. Uh, no, the next one's no. <laughs> um, Knights minus four and a half. Ah, it's, a, it's a fat bit of start there for a team that has been absolutely abysmal the last few weeks. Kalen Ponga is back and Mitchell Pierce is back. That is enough for me, Sean Ormerod. Yep. The Warriors have been worse than we think. We kind of think the Warriors are sort of this treading water team. Well, they're five and eight. Mm. They actually haven't done much lately. Um, they lost a game to the Cowboys, 28-9-28, that that was one that got away. Yes, they beat the Tigers the week before that. Their the, the, the games are all the same. They're always cl- Eight of their 13 games have been decided by six points or less. Mm. I think this is a big return to form game for the Newcastle Knights. Yep, I think that as well. The, those two ins are huge. Their, their attack has been um, shocking without Ponga and Pierce on the sideline for pretty much all the year. I don't think they played together this year, have they? I don't think so. No, um, they have not. And I fancy they're going to get back in a big way here. Really suitable. It's during the day at home. Warriors uh, under strength. Harris Tavita out. So Cody and Sean O'Sullivan are the halves combo. They do get Reese Walsh back, which mm-hmm. is good. Um, yeah, well, I, I can't go past the, the inclusions of Ponga and Pierce, and that, that, that line is skinny enough for me to get involved in. Did you find it weird that Ken Marlow had signed with the West Tigers but played with the... And it was a beautiful scene. I'm glad he did play. Mm. But if I'm the West Tigers, I'm going, what the hell are you doing? That's our product you're putting on the field. <laughs> I know he was con- he was contracted until the Monday. The Monday is when it... But hang on, when the contracts are signed, the contract was signed last week. How did the contract go to Monday? Similar. Rugby league. Little little midway Bambi here. Similar to your Caroline Wilson thing. The, the, the people having a go. I think Heine said it on the Manny John show when he was when Kenny was uh, in tears after the game. Yeah. You know, is he crying because he's going to West Tigers? Made a laugh and all the Twitter. That's funny. Of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Twitter. You, never, oh, you, don't know, you don't know what he's going through. Oh, f- oh f- <laughs> You'll have to beat that. I thought you were going to have a go at Heine. No. No. That... All right. Well. We've had one ad. Let's enjoy another. They're sending a message. Outside, and the field is set to run. Sorry, everyone. It's, it's, it's just... We're still alive in the quaddy. Sportsbet's new bet with mates. Start your group and share in the moment. New from Sportsbet. So that's my favourite of the new new block it's of very ads. Good. That one. Very good. That guy is in every Sportsbet mm. ad. Um, is it part of his contract he has to be a little pudgy? Because <laughs> he's the perfect everyman. Yeah. Uh, who is he? Do we know? He's just an I don't actor. Know his name, no. He's just, flying. Good. Yeah. Good. We salute a uh, young man. Right. Round fifteen continues Saturday five thirty. You are claiming Dragons Canberra is the hardest game of the week to predict. It's certainly the closest odds. So you may have something there. Dragons two dollars. Raiders a dollar eighty. The line. I think you've gone gutless here. Oh, you had. <laughs> it's come in. Canberra. A dollar, uh, 1.5. 1.5 they are giving. You know the, you know the Dragons were a dollar 65 this about three Disgusting. days ago? What, before the Canterbury game? Mm. Mm. And for a long time after it as well, they were favourites. Go figure. I am buying into Canberra. 
something stinks at the Dragons. Mm-hmm. Um, Dufty was absolutely were, awful. We'll get to Melbourne Tigers in a moment. They were hopeless on Monday. You know, you, it was like Origin. You knew after one set, mm. this team's in trouble. They did not want to be there. And it wasn't like it was six degrees. It wasn't that bad. No. It was a nice crowd. Like it, You know, there are going to be worse occasions this year. So um, they clearly just decided they had no interest in that game. Maybe they fell into the trap. Hey, we pumped this team five weeks ago. We just have to turn up. We got our, um, uh, uh, you know, basically full complement of players. Um, Corey Norman gets the news. Um so we'll see what happens there with the Dragons. I'd assume Jack Bird might go to 5'8 at some point next year. But anyway, that's a conversation for them. I am very comfortably tipping Canberra here, who thumped the Dragons 37-8 at this venue, Wind Stadium, last year. Uh, yeah, so am I. And I wish I just had it got on a little bit earlier and got that $2.25 or something you could have got about the Raiders a few days ago. But I'm still happy to back them at the price now. Dragons are... Dragons and Woeful. I think we're starting to see the, the true colours. They might have had us all fooled for about four or five weeks here at the start of the year. Um, yeah, I could not possibly back them. <laughs> they found something with Simonson at fullback, at least for the rest of the season, and Josh, uh, rather, uh, well, Josh Papali'i back in form. But Tomoko. Tomoko. He's not bad. He's a beast. Because let's be honest, Curtis Scott was not having a good season anyway. No. He was pretty, he was uh, flimsy in defence. So we're on the same page here. All right, biggest start of the weekend goes to this next game, Melbourne versus West's Tigers. Sunshine Coast, $1.7, $9. And i got to say, Sean Omerod, I thought this start was too low. when it, it, it This, like um, the South line, I thought, wow, that's not anywhere near enough. Mm. 23 and a half. Sunshine Coast... <sighs> It's got to be Melbourne, doesn't it? <laughs> well, that's all I've got written down. They've so they've, they've won eleven in a row since they've lost to Penrith in round two or three, whatever it was, and they've covered ten of them. And some of those numbers have been huge. Yeah. Uh, West probably fooled us when they when they beat that Penrith team with without anyone playing. Yeah, that's and then gold. and then we we saw exactly the quality that they really are against uh, Para last week. And I thought they tried. That's the scary yeah. thing. Uh, if, if the Storm are anywhere near what they can play to, this yeah. this is at least 30, I think. Couldn't couldn't possibly on West. I just don't see, even if they're a touch off Melbourne, and we're getting to that point where I think, I think certain teams get a little bit, and disinterested mightn't be the right word, but just, well, yeah, slightly, because... They're going to be in the top two. Mm. They're going to win this game, you would think. Maybe they're not going to be as sharp, but look at this team. I mean, Munster will want a big game because he's been yep. in the headlines for negative reasons. You've got Asafa Solomona and Welsh back in the front row. Jesse Bromwich isn't there, granted. Nico uh, Hines is the one. Well, we know what sort of job he's been doing there. Harry Grant's going to want a game as well. Yeah. Brandon Smith's airborne. And they, all, all these guys that aren't playing Origin, they've got a week off next week. So they, they're they going to want to hit that. That's true. Hard. And Embi is back. That is a good in for the tight. They are a better team with him at six. And Kenny Mamalo plays his first game. So um, I'm very comfortably tipping uh, Melbourne. You're tipping Melbourne. Guess who Joel is tipping, uh, Sean? <laughs> oh, surprise, surprise, Shug. 
I got an uncle. He says I really uh, who listens to this podcast. He goes, I listen to everything. Uh, Joel sounds like he really knows what he's talking about. But when it's Tigers, I don't. I I, I know he's just talking through his heart. Uh, yes, he's tipping West Tigers and Josh Addo card two dollars forty for a double. Does that not seem like just yeah? How does, uh, uh, how does that not win? Fruit for the sideboard, as in uh, Chapel would say. Sunday football. Uh, what's, this, what's that saying? Fruit for the sideboard. <laughs> or fruit for the sideboard. I don't know. Parramatta versus Canterbury. Dollar uh, eight, eight dollars. I'm not sold on Parramatta winning this by a cricket score. Uh, Sean, 20 and a half was the last line I had. There it is, 20 and a half. Confirmation. Canterbury showed what they were on Monday. Parramatta continue to show in daytime they are irresistible. They have an incredible daytime record. Um, they're welcoming a new uh, winger, Sean mm. Russell, in for the suspended Mike Acevo. Canterbury have given Parramatta troubles in recent years. Now, the last time they played, it was a few weeks ago, Parramatta won 32-10. to 10. Clint Gutherson tore them apart. It was a Saturday night game. So on that score, you'd probably think, well, if they do that again, they'll win Sunday afternoon at... Um, at Bank West, but I've got a feeling Canterbury uh, at peak confidence, which means they can keep this relatively close. No, I think this is exactly where you want to get against them when they've beaten a horrible... One in a row. They've beaten a horrible Dragons team um, and they might just have been happy with themselves from last week and this is exactly where you want to back uh, Parramatta, rather, flat track bullies. Yes. And have been all year. Yes. Um, even without Sevo. Um, I think there's just way too many points to them. And the thing about Parra at Bankwest Stadium during the day, if if they do um, see any blood in the water, they go on with it in a big way. And I think that's what they're going to do here. Since 2019, they are 16-3 and three in daytime anywhere, 7-9 and nine under lights. So losing record mm. and over 80% record in daytime. So they're a daytime team, and I'm going against that. Jeremy Marshall King to me, makes a tremendous difference because what he does allows Jake Averillo to do a bit more running. Um, and I like what I saw from Canterbury the other day, albeit against the disinterested Dragon side. Last game of the round. Uh, this is not a bad Sunday afternoon clash. Gold Coast versus Manly. Let's hope the Titans turn up here. They're at home. Uh, Daly Cherry Evans, 250th, and Manly, very warm favourites, dollar thirty-seven. And the line is at seven and a half. Mm. Turbo is back. 36-0 Manly beat the Titans in Mudgy a few weeks ago. 36-0. Manly side, look, yeah, pretty forgettable game. Not if you're a Manly fan. That was the return of, the, return of Tommy, wasn't it? Yes. Mm. Um, it is a Gold Coast home game. Fa'asul Ma'alawi is there. Fodawake is there. Fafid is there. Jaden Campbell's been named at one, Brimson at 21, so he's no certainty to play. I've got to go. You put Turbo in a side against a middle-of-the-road team and eight, you can't take the other team. I've got to take Manly. Yep. Um, they were like As bad as the Cowboys were last week, Manly were, were really good without Turbo. And they, they get a really suitable game here as well. If, if Brimson doesn't play, then I'm even more bullish. But even if he does... I think I still want to be on Manly here with that bloke you just mentioned. He's just the the best form that I that I can remember a player being, and, and the, the difference he makes to a team. Everyone knows how how big it is. I want to be on on Manly thirteen plus. I was going to say this: is, if you're going to take eight, you might as well take thirteen yep. plus, yep. because Gold Coast leak points. 
Gold Coast last week, League 35. Two weeks ago, 38 against Cronulla. Penrith, 48. Brisbane, 36. South, 40. Manly, 36. They they have, as I say, the resistance of uh, an Aspro clear. So that is uh, Manly for me, Manly for you, and Manly for Joel. Gee, we're aligned on a few, are we? I'm going to hit you with a stat that I don't think you're ready for. Mm-hmm. When Tom Travojevic doesn't play, Jason Saab has scored one try in six games. When Tom Travojevic does play, Jason Saab has 10 tries in seven games. I'm taking Saab a double at $3.30 because when Travojevic opens up the right mm, side. Turn that right. So we're, and, and most of Manly try, Manly's tries beyond halfway, 16. I, I, I saw, yeah, that was in your little stat sheet. Yeah, like a third of their tries almost. Six, 29% of their tries scored from beyond halfway. That's an unbelievable Here's stat. another. Okay, you ready for another stat? This is the sort of research that we do on this show. Doesn't result in me winning, let me assure you. Penrith have only considered 23 tries all year. Okay, that's astonishing. Even even considering the last two weeks, non-origin players, 23 tries in 14 games. 16 of them have been scored from outside their 20. That means once a team enters the 20, they've only scored seven tries on Penrith all year. Is that not the greatest defence you've ever heard mm. of? And that's what the, the really good teams, it's their, their goal line mm. there that they hang their hat on. But that's so, insane, Sean. That's, that's, that, insane, that's yeah. half a try a game. Yep. Yep. All right. Crazy. All right. Now that we've bashed you over the head with uh, some stats, best bets on the other side of this. I hope for the sake of your people, you come and surrender. No! We seek merely postponement. Ha! Your forces are weak, and you expect me to wait? Fair point, mate. It's just we're still alive in the quaddy over here. <laughs> you had that thing in the second leg? Yeah, you just threw it in last minute. Fair play, say Sean of Black Book. <laughs> Get on board. Sports bets new. Bet with mates. Start your group, bet together, and share in the moment. With mates, new from Sportsbet. All right, we're just about done for another week. Uh, but of course, before we go, time for this. All right, Sean Ormerod, now you've been on fire with these in the last few weeks. Did you go, how'd you go last week? Uh, tick. What'd you have? Cronulla, head to head. Boom. All right, well, the hot hand, Sean Ormerod, kick us off. Now, you probably heard Shug bang on about this for a while. This is all about the price. I think on the balance of probability, they probably don't win. Yeah. But the Roosters at $4, I think, is incredible value. You probably you haven't seen it for a long time. You probably won't see that price for the Roosters for a long time to come. I can't go past it. I've actually... I, I prefer the head-to-head as opposed to the line. More A lot to your points, Penrith could easily cover this yes. lonely game. We've seen they've, they've, they've done it time and time again, but four bucks, I cannot go past that. Okay. Uh, my one, I'm getting greedy. Uh, I want two players to score doubles and putting them together. Addo Carr and Alex Johnston. $5.52 now. It seems short, 
because Addo Carl's thing 240, Johnston's 230. But then when you think about it, why wouldn't Johnston score two against Brisbane? And why wouldn't Addo Carl score a couple against the. Well, honestly. Um, that easy. I was trying, I was doing all the. Yeah, you did do this where you, you, you put the things together and you try and come up, you, you try and get the sneaky good price. And no any time try scorer I could put together was worth it for me, for South or for Melbourne. So I thought, bugger it, I'll just go with. Just go, you know what? I wanted Olam to score and Addo Car to get a double, but now you're sort of jumping through hoops. So I thought, bugger it, I'll just go with the main try scorers. Now, has Joel Kane provided a uh, best uh, bet he has? Marcelo Montoya versus the Knights. Oh, when he sent the WhatsApp thing, I thought he was bagging Marcelo Montoya, but now he wanted him for his. Anytime try scorer. This, this is his uh, Newcastle right edge. No good. I thought I'm he said Marcelo Montoya FFS. No, it was FTS. <laughs> That's it. That's our best bets now. Uh, the beanie once again. Yeah, well, obviously, go and buy your beanies. But um, I don't think we mentioned it at the top of the show, but Sportsbet donating a 1000 bucks for every try scored this round. We've seen plenty of tries already this year, but we want to see a lot more. And I think as... Mark Hughes said on the show a few weeks ago, we want to see a few more sin bins, maybe a couple of send-offs just to boost that. Uh, the try-scoring tally up. We're aiming to tick over 300k. Well done to Sportsbet because mm. uh, I know there was another thing at a charity auction. You, 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 I don't know if that's been announced yet as we yeah. record this, but uh, uh, a lot of money. You, geez, you're putting a lot of money into this. Well, it's all for a good cause. So get around it. I know, but you got rid of Mark Hughes years ago. You had no, <laughs> no, it's a joke. It's a joke. He's always a very respected uh, member of the family here. Once you're a member of the Sportsbet family, you're even Sowie, still a member of the Sportsbet Always. family. Always. Uh, that's it. Enjoy your footy, but please, Sean. Always gamble responsibly.